back to Whistles, Wingers, and Worldies. I'm one of the main three hosts, Alan Stark. We have a full crew today. Matt is back. Ando's here. Both very frustrated with their current clubs, but we are recording this 5.30 on a Monday. And uh, going forward, we're not going to be able to do analysis as much on Monday games just because we're working men and uh, it's just hard to watch at 3 o'clock. We're all from New York, East Coast time. But Matt is a diehard Liverpool supporter. He didn't make the time to watch his club today. And he is a very frustrated individual at the moment. I wish I hadn't made the time, to be totally honest with you. A little bit of a waste. But, I mean, I know you guys didn't watch it, but I'll tell you this, that the first 10, 15 minutes was was electric, the whole game. Uh, a lot of people probably give Van Dyke man of the match for me. Harvey Elliott, he must have ran three miles in the first half. Guy was everywhere. Tough, tough, tough result. He put in a shift like a Man United he player. He put in a shift like, you know, like... Um, Not like a Man United player. Yeah, like a Brentford player. Oh. Like opposite of Man oh. He wouldn't have to run for Ten Hag tomorrow, yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, no, but listen, it, it, I mean, I, I would love to slander Ando for the next hour about United over the weekend, but we'll the at the same time, it's the second game of the season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you, you really can't... You know, some clubs tweet out when they're on top of the league after match week one. Man United last year, but it's the second game of the season, so right. you can't really get too critical. The performance was there. The problem that I saw in today's game was that this would be an opportunity to say, oh, well, you need a big number nine. Your number nine played for about 73 minutes, I think. Didn't, I mean, he had a sniff. He got some touches in. He, he played the game, but there was a little bit of a lack of creativity from midfield to him, I thought. And I think that you're going to get that without Thiago and then with Elliot, who will find the passes, not like Tiago, but mm-hmm. he's always going to be a little bit more driven to run with the ball and carry the ball rather than Tiago. Just let me just ping it around and, and open the defense up. Uh, Anderson on Fulham. Not Fulham, he's on Palace. Palace. He was on Fulham last year, I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great game. I mean, he really got under Nunez. I think they had an assignment and they knew what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think Vieira played his black magic tricks like he used to play when he was a player. He just knows how to push the buttons. It's a tough draw, but again, I mean, it, it's the second game of the season. I can't really take too much out of that. Diaz's goal was electric. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I've watched it about 13 times since it happened mm-hmm. 25 minutes ago. Jesus. <laughs> but it was a great goal. <laughs> and outside the box, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of the chatter at the end of last season was, yeah, he's good. He does these, he does that. He moves, he passes, he does everything. But can he get the numbers that Mane was having? Right, the and final ball. The probably. final ball, the final shot. And, yeah. and t- today, in that 35 seconds... He looked like it. Yeah, because he's a complete package. It's just end product because there were times last season where it just, oh, we need a little bit more, but yeah. everything else is just, you know, he's electrifying. Were you disappointed? No Kata, no Henderson. I, I understood why you would make the changes. Mm-hmm. Try to kind of shake it up a little bit. Right. You think it was out of punishment for last week? I don't know if out of punishment, but let's just try something. I think if you want to play Harvey Elliott in the midfield position, you're looking more so like a double pivot, which and then I think with Fabinho and Milner, you knew that they were going to have two heads that are not going to go over the halfway line too much. Mm-hmm. I say that being that Liverpool plays the whole game on the final third of the halfway line, but you're not going to have three runners out of midfield with those three. You're going to get one, and the other two sensible kind of hold up the ball and mm-hmm. stay back a little bit and pass and move and, and whatnot. Last thing on this game, does this make you let's say like just more? Do you think there should be more urgency towards signing a midfielder, or are you do you believe in Klopp and saying he doesn't think it's necessary? I don't know the game as much as he does, so okay, I'm going <laughs> to believe him. Yeah, you but don't know I as much as you, the best manager in for, the world. For <laughs> me, personally, yeah. as a fan, yes, I'd, I'd like somebody to come in. But, you know, 
maybe there's nobody there. Everybody, oh, Barella, Barella, Bellingham, Bellingham. Maybe both of those clubs simply just said, no, it's not happening. Yeah, it got to be more realistic. And and you look at what happened with Van Dyke. They mm-hmm. wanted to get Van Dyke in the summer. It didn't happen, so they waited, and they bit their nose a little bit. I do think that this is a little bit more of an issue because there's nobody there. There's four, four fit midfielders now. That's not a lot. Can you walk us through the Darwin red card? What happened exactly? Uh, basically, I would say that he fell victim to a team in the Premier League that knows how to push buttons for somebody that doesn't know what the Premier League is about. And I don't want to be that kind like of dark arts like insul- insular Englishman talking about yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not you want to call either, naive. But yeah, yeah, but mm-hmm. Anderson and him were, were kind of playing each other the whole game, getting the buttons in. Saw some of it, yeah. I, I didn't see the foul, but what it looked like is that Nunez perhaps maybe elbowed Anderson a little bit. Anderson went down. Off he, the ball. This is all off the ball. Right? I think the foul was in the corner. Uh. Goal kick. Mm-hmm. Anderson gets up. He goes to push Darwin from behind him. And Darwin basically just turned around and basically just stuck his headbutt in his nose. Mm-hmm. A little a little rash, maybe. You know, one nil down at home to a, you know, a poor team. Like I said, if it House was... is poor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's think, uh, very if, harsh. If, <laughs> you'll learn from this that this is how the Premier League yeah, is. Get you it. can't react. You can't. You like got to relax a little bit. Yeah, they're going to be yeah. physical like that. Where you they're going to the do that with the refereeing the way that they're refereeing the games now, and we'll get we'll get onto the other yeah. games that happened over the weekend. But mm-hmm. I, I think that if it was two 0 up, if we were two 0 up, I'd be getting his jersey tomorrow. Okay. It's that kind of foul. I love it. I love that kind of style. I love that he cares enough to basically go Zidane mm-hmm. Matarazzi on him. But mm-hmm. you know, you're one 0 down at home. Second game of the season, maybe a different time. All right, let's transition to what was the most thrilling game in quite some time. I, not the best quality-wise, but we want pure intensity, pure rage. Wow. Chelsea taught them the past, what, six years? Because we all remember that 2016 game when Hazard came back from the dead and literally just popped off and Spurs totally off their heads and then Leicester won the title. You remember that back in 2016, right? And it's always it, been fiery. Yeah. Those two. But, na- but now, wow. Just incredible. Now on Dietz, looking at, I think Chelsea for the most part probably deserved the win. There's a lot to take in from this game, but from a Chelsea standpoint, you think they should be encouraged by their performance? Cause it seemed like they were in control for the most part. I don't think there's any shred of doubt. I think they deserved all three points. Mm-hmm. They were dominating from the jump. Yeah. I think the first 60 minutes, they, Spurs couldn't even get a few passes strung up together. They totally had him no rhythm. They had him in a chokehold. Um, personally, I said it while watching the game, I said, this midfield that Chelsea has, after Man City is the best midfield in the league, even if, before after Liverpool. Yeah. Above Liverpool. I agree. In my eyes. We've lost his cheek, Jorginho, and... Um, Bring Conte. Gallagher on. I love seeing Gallagher, finally. Gallagher got a cameo later yeah. on, but that's because Conte got hurt, which sucks to see. That was huge because he was so influential. They played such a free-flowing game. Conte was getting up in the box. Um, incredible stuff. I thought they, they deserved all three points. To be honest, Spurs were lucky to get anything out of that game, and they got a lot of help from Mr. Anthony Taylor. Yeah. Shocking. What do you think? <laughs> Shocking decisions, man. He did so well up to that point, though. Did you guys notice? Yeah. He, he overruled some of the AR's decisions on the far side a couple times. He thought it was a, go- a, a goal kick, and he said, no, 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 we have a corner kick. I mean, it was spectacular until it came around the 60th minute, and then I think he lost his head a little bit after that Havertz uh, foul. Now, now, Matt, one of your favorite terms is crime scene. You love using that term whenever there's a controversial thing that happens. That bent a cured tackle. Would you define that as a crime scene? No. It was a foul. I, I, it was a foul. Come on now. 
He got the ball first. Watch it again. He got the ball first. I did not man, see it first you know, I don't have a horse whatsoever. in this race. I don't see it My concern about it is that everybody's jumping back to that. We just did it just now. We just That's the first thing. But if you watch the sequence of play after that, Chelsea loses the ball. Mm-hmm. So Chelsea gets the ball after the tackle. Then they lose the ball. So everybody that's saying, oh, you have to pull it back, you have to pull it back, it doesn't matter because it's already the next phase of play because Chelsea recovered possession from the tackle and then lost it back to Spurs. Okay. So I, if it's me, I mean... Not a crime scene. Is it a foul? Yes, it's a foul. It probably yeah. should have been called. Should've I don't think called, it's. Yes. I don't think it's a card. I think it's a foul. Foul. But but it no, wasn't called. Card. So it's so you, card, you have foul, to play though. on it's still and, hugely and, and, yeah. and, and like I said, like Chelsea said, gave up the ball. So then you can't go back to that. I, I will also then. I mean, look, we're, I'm sure we're gonna get to it. Then for me, Richarlison not in his field of view. Mendy gets within about three inches of the ball. So obviously he wasn't that far away. Like you said, you got to play on. Yeah, you got to play on. Jorginho has no business doing what he did in the box when he when he had when he tried to clear it, mm-hmm. dragged yeah. it back and tried to do a little flick out wide to let. No business doing that in a derby like this magnitude. Shocking. Yeah. I actually think the first goal should have counted. I thought Richardson did have an effect. Maybe it's his hair. He didn't no. make an impact though. Like Wait, I, you think that Richardson was blocking? Yeah, the, I, th- the I thought view he blocked the, the view. The goalie? Yeah, I don't think it should have been goal period. No, I think you're off on that one. Right. I believe that uh, the goalie had ample view of this ball coming through. It just looked awkward. And Do you remember his name when we watched the FA Cup final? Richarlison there. Mendy. Big, big, big Mendy. Yeah, <laughs> he could get there. Regardless of if he was there or not, that slotted in the bottom left at, with him or there or not. I mean, that was a... I've seen... Pierre Emile Holbeg. What a yeah. shot. What yeah, a shot. and he's not known for being a playmaker. And he, he did not his part. doing much else either. I thought, but I, just, I thought Benzikir well, was a big was, liability. Was, no, I thought, thought Benzikir played poor. We were texting, though, during the game. Was it? Was it I sent it just to you? Maybe. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I tweeted it, but I was so amazed at how good both of those teams make looked being decently average. Looked you like really think Chelsea class. looked average? Really? Yes. I thought Chelsea was tremendous. No, come on. Right. I disagree. All right. They well, look on it. Elaborate. But I do believe that they lost their head. They should have killed the game off. I do believe that. That they... But they did have help from the ref. But still... They were playing incredible from the jump. Yeah. Incredible. Reese James is fantastic. Cucurella looked really sharp. Yeah. That set-piece goal. Mount could have had a better game, but, yeah. oh, man, they were firing on all cylinders. It looked I, scary. Loftus-Cheek, elegant. That, I elegant. Was, I, that was a really curious decision. I was like, wait, right wing back? But Reese James, kind of like Kyle Walker, can play wing back, but also looks comfortable as a center back in the back three. So he provides that versatility. Which I think is crucial when playing under Thomas Tuchel, but but why do you think they look average? I, I just didn't I mean how many times they give the ball away. Nine fouls for each team. You know they're playing a Conte team. You're, I, I know that. Okay, so but that's hey, what I'm saying. Tottenham but you're playing average. a Conte team. They both look average then. Wow. If you're playing a Conte team, right, and then you score two goals, but then you don't capitalize on any more mistakes, any more going forward. Mm-hmm. They, Chelsea should have been five, six goals up in the first half easily. That's fair. I agree. I, I think that they need to take that. And and if I'm Tuchel, I'm going up to Mister Bowley, being like, listen, pal. Roja isn't cutting it for me. We need somebody. I, I like Roja. I think he looks I mean, really Roja good came last out for year. ten minutes. How much are you going to really? No, get but he out had of like it? nine goals last year for Southampton. Yeah. So think about the service at Cucurella, like we're talking, and Reese James. I, I don't think he trusts him fully. That's the problem. Well, Havertz. Uh, you know, Havertz had some. He chances doesn't look too. someone in the eye. Yeah, I mean that Havertz chance. That's a goal. That's just a goal for Should ten out of ten. Yeah. Easily. All right. We, well, we have to get into the funds part. Yeah, the managers. A little testosterone flying around. We need that. Come I on, it. I love it. Did, did, I love did, every did second Tuchel, of it. Tuchel bring back Jose memories with that celebration. Yes, but just the way he ran, because Tuchel's not known for being overly emotional. Like I don't know no. what got into him, but I just I think the the calls, I guess, just got him all riled up. 
But then Conte, oof. Tuchel's a freak to me. He scares me. You've seen how high his pants were cut? He's <laughs> three-quarter. <laughs> a little higher than three-quarter. But no, he's, he's like, it seemed very insecure to me this day. I don't know. He he, he just freaked me out a little bit. Um, The way he was he at the post game and he was like too. flexing and shit. Like, yeah, and Conte would do him in, pal. Conte would that, leather that, him. That boxing video with him and... and uh, Lautaro a couple seasons ago. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do me a favor. He wears his watch on his right hand, too. Yeah. It's a little creepy, though. I want to look at your eyes. No, nah, like, but I hear, I hear that. I hear that. Conte, I mean, that was a very Italian thing to do. I'm going to say that, and I'll stand by it. <laughs> what? Just the walk It's by. like a very, like, you know, it's the word I'm thinking of. I don't want to look at you. Yeah, like you're you're below me. I don't know. You shake somebody's hand, he, you look at me. He is the, the way he reacted. Because you didn't get a foul call, that's the way you're going to react. You're weak mentally. You're weakling. Yeah. I think. Because he was arguing about the the, ha- the Havertz yeah. at Tancur at first, and they squared up. Yeah, but you let get me ask you this: when, and you're screaming at when, the fourth official, like when Spurs scored and Conte ran and celebrated past the halfway line in between the two touch lines. The first goal. Yeah. What about that? He went past warranted, the halfway. Warranted. Mm, past halfway line though, out of the technical area. I have no, nothing to say about Tuchel celebrating down the line either. I thought that was no, no. But I'm just saying. But you're like, if you're talking about arguing the foul from Tuchel, which I get. What was the first thing that started the whole thing? Was Conte going past the halfway line? I feel the same thing when Wenger and Mourinho got into it. That's like 10 years ago now. I didn't like see that. that. So you're right. saying that Conte passed his technical box Conte and that's went what got out of the technical box and had his feet at or past uh, midfield line mm-hmm. celebrating the goal. To me, and I don't like too cool, I have no time for him at all, but I'm saying. I would understand why then that celebration goes like that because if you come on my side, well, then I'm going to go on your side. Yeah. Again, I think pants could be a little bit longer. Okay. Last thing I want to talk about this game uh, from a st- Spurs standpoint, you think Conte now is going to start bringing the summer signings into the starting line because their lineup, I understand the loyalty, especially after the big result against Southampton and then getting to Champions League, but like that lineup is not their best lineup. Like Ben Davies, uh, Sessegnon, Emerson Royale, like I think now Conte's got played really good the last two games. No, I guess he's okay, but like last year he was so underwhelming. But credit to him, he's bounced back. But you think Basuma, Perisic, Richarlison will probably start soon. Although Kulishevsky, I know he didn't have a great game, but he's still still going to make the case. That's that's the thing with Spurs now; they have options. Spurs never have options. Now they got options. So I wonder after this game now, Conte's going to say, "All right, I probably have to bring Basuma in. Probably got to bring in Perisic. I think big impact sub." Big impact sub has to be mentioned. Changed the game when he brought in Richardson. Yeah, they're much more direct and they create possibilities. Yeah, in the back, more yeah. players forward. So it, simple change and it changed the game. Right. His head. So it, it, I just I just wonder when Conte's now gonna, I guess, be more uh, uh, persistent when it comes to just making changes because you know Conte likes to stick with a pure team. He doesn't really like like reshuffling lamp. Right. He's not known for rotations. Or am I wrong? Not generally, no. Yeah, he likes sticking with the team, but I do wonder after all these signings and look, they got to me, they got completely outplayed. I think he's gonna have to see us now. Like, all right, we're gonna make like two Chelsea look really good, man. Yes, I yes. think they're missing just a number, a number nine, like Matt. If, yeah, if, I, if I'm them, I'm getting on Bum Yang by any means. I think that's I think they're that missing, means. and they'll take him to the next level. Honestly, yeah. getting behind uh, the lines. All right, well, we're gonna transition now to we're going from the most like thrilling to the pure comedy of the weekend, <laughs> the Manchester meltdown. <laughs> Dude. Manchester Melta. You can't blame one individual. You can't blame a manager. But just how alarming is it that there's no, like, there 
it's just shambolic top to bottom. Like, there's nothing to take away that's positive from this team right now. Can I just – you just said there you can't blame one individual. You can't blame one person or, or the manager or whatnot. Why, why can't you play, blame McGuire, De Gea, Ronaldo? Because we have been sure. the whole time. No, but what I'm saying is is, is we all played the game at mm-hmm. obviously not that high of a level. Right. If we're losing – First half shambles like that. What's happening? I mean, we all play in a, in a Monday night off. league, I'm and we said off. we said it just last week when we all played together. I think that the time to say that, I don't disagree with you, Alan, but the time to say that you can't blame X, Y, or Z is over. You have to blame X, Y. You blame every single person. If I was Ten Hag, I would have left them all on the whole team. I would have made no substitutions, finished the 90 that you guys embarrassingly got us here. And then we're running 10 miles tonight, and we'll run another 10 miles tomorrow, and maybe we'll do another 10 miles the day after that. And then the next game versus Liverpool, if I'm him, change them all. Completely new starting 11. And if, I mean, let, let's think about it. You're going to probably get leathered. No, I, I'm Don't not matter. trying to be overly con- confident or cocky about it, but more than likely than not, United will lose next Monday. So why not lose with a whole new team to then at least just show that it's, it's everybody. It's a collective. I don't know. Hey. Did, did you agree with the decision to the Sunday for them to just run? Like, what did they do in the, the preseason? Day, the day after? They yeah. were supposed to have an off day? Yeah, they, they didn't. No. Yeah, to run. Of course I agree. Like, like, Who wouldn't? I would, no, but, like, I what are you going to accomplish by running? Like, like, I mean, like, didn't you run in the preseason? Like, how do you have such low running numbers week two that, of the season? Is that, uh, like, a certain thing that was just running? I feel like... Is that okay. the only well, thing the reports were that that Brentford ran ten miles more than them as a team. Yeah, so right. and like Maine, I was bottom of of the past weekend by a staggering amount. Absolutely, they're yeah. still yeah. bottom today. Yeah, bottom of the league. <laughs> so sad, right? But but would you agree with that? Like Sunday, Sunday you're off you, run. yeah, everyone okay. out, everyone out in the yeah. sweltering heat and getting your feet in the dirt. Like, okay. let's go, without a doubt. I think because it was a day off. That they were supposed to have the day off. Yeah, that's why I would agree with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't agree with it if you already had a training session planned and you you have your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday planned the whole week. Mm-hmm. But if you have a day off scheduled, then I, I would agree with it. Then at this point, Anna, what can you do if you're a ten hog? Like, what personnel adjustments can you make? Because I, I, I like reviewing the game. I feel like it's, like we're gonna talk about Brentford in a positive. But I feel like reviewing this game for Man is pointless because it was just such an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment. Yeah. It was disgusting to yeah. watch. I honestly was watching the game and I was thought I was tripping. Mm-hmm. I said, "Did I get into the bag of mushrooms again?" I, I said, "This again." I said, "This isn't real." I said, "There's no way that they're playing hospital balls through the middle and they're losing possession and no one's running and everyone just looks." Like they don't want to be there. I said, this how does Erickson go from a false nine to now he's your deep line playmaker? Right. Well, first of all, that wasn't his fault that he. No, that's pure on De Gea. De Gea. Yeah, De calamitous. I would have subbed him out. Yeah. I would have put Tom Heaton in right away. I said, you're in there, chap. Go, go have a good one. I would have subbed him out. It's you don't think ex- inexcusable. Loses the ball usually on the first one. Yeah, that that deserves criticism as well. Yes, no, absolutely. I'm not yeah. It's a collective effort, man. Like, I'm telling you, it's a collective effort. You could you could pinpoint every player at this point. Luke Shaw not really running back on the fourth goal. Maguire's positioning. Horrifying. Martinez is getting bullied on the third goal. We going to you said come to England. There's a concern about his height. Big Ben me. Big Ben me. Yeah. Well, I don't want to take away any of the credit that goes to. Bradford yeah, we'll talk about them after this. Just because what they did was incredible. But back onto the onto these guys, these schmucks. They it was just like they didn't really care. But I think Ronaldo, he's not like a genius or anything. He saw this. He foresaw it. Like he knows Ten Hag comes in, 
what is he? He's 37 years old. You think he wants to start a project? I mean, they're not going to win overnight. Mm. Everyone knows that. The whole get worse to get better thing, that's still a sham. But uh, I knew. think Arsenal fans would disagree. They still no, have Bamiyang and... I agree. Yeah. Arsenal, yeah. Bama who? Yeah. <laughs> so he saw this coming. He knew he wanted to get out of here because this was going to be a whole rebuilding process, and it showed, and that game was rock bottom. Mm-hmm. Like, they hit rock bottom. So... Um, I think Ten Hag, though, with that group of players, his style, he's like a Gestapo. I mean, I've never seen him crack a smile yet since he's been there. I mean, I what's he got to smile that. about? Never. That. He's biting his bottom lip like, buddy, but, but show He some. sat down the whole game, too. But what's he got to yeah, smile he, about? Well, I'd have been reaming him out, getting oh. up and giving him the fucking, you know, All right. the, can, ass, the can, ass handing to them. Can I ask you a question? When we spoke on the preview show, we spoke about new manager buds and, and Eddie, Eddie Howe. I was a little critical of him. How I didn't think Newcastle was going to ride that. Do you have any thoughts on like why you have one of the most up and coming managers in Europe? Why there's none of that, or do you think that was all wasted in the preseason? None of you, what? You know, like when you knew a new manager comes in, if a new if if Ten Hag came in December of last year, you probably would have won the next three games. New manager comes in, new tactics. Some of the bounce, buzzing, like, yeah, the bounce of the yeah. new manager. Oh, look at this! Yeah, new ideas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, just, I, I it's surprising that. to me that you would. I ha- get that. I, I mean, I can't rate Ten Hag now, but I'm saying he he obviously is a good coach. He obviously knows what he's doing. It's not the easiest or the hardest thing to, to win at Ajax, but he he's done he done all right. Yeah. I, I just it seems like you said the back step is so much farther than I think anybody would have thought it would what go. Would imagined, yeah. Still, I didn't think it was going to be this bad. That's why I said I think it's a sham. I don't think it has to get that bad, but uh, it just shows like. You know, when your star player like Ronaldo it wants to leave and everyone in the in the in the locker room is sees that and is like, What the fuck? Yeah. Like he was our top goal scorer. Who's gonna score the goal this year? No one knows. They're not having a they're they're Rashford trying to buy shot. into that system, but it's so difficult because they don't have the confidence. If you saw, they looked like they had anxiety, they they didn't know where to pass. S- Sancho's scary. First, like Sancho he was losing the ball so much. Oh, forget it. Like I just I I just don't know any positives. Fernandez too looked yeah. horrifying. Yeah. You know what else? You've got World Cup winning, four-time Champions League winning Rafael Varane sitting on the bench watching that. If I'm him, I'm not going to. I hear he's not 100 fit, morning. but yeah. I hear he's not 100 fit. But at, I think, the, at this I point, agree. why is he not playing? Yet? I think you could play Martinez as left back and have Varane in there, and then that's a nice three on the left hand side. They just signed the left back. Martinez. When when's he, when are you going to Masaya? Dutch fella. Masaya yeah. Pitbull. He's good. Did he get his. He's good. You're you're basing off preseason. We're gonna do. We're still relying on preseason. Well, at Ajax too, but no, he's still raw and young. You could tell he's a fire note. He lets his emotions get the best of him in the game. Like last week at Brighton, I saw it. He Mm -hmm. needs a little bit of time. Okay, let's give some love to Brentford. Much respect. Yeah, I love Jensen. Not Pontus Jensen's a legend, but I'm talking about the midfielder Jensen. Jensen. Jensen, sorry. A bunch of Danes running about. Big Brentford guy. Yeah, I, well, the, yeah this, this is one of your teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivan Tony, what a ball. What a ball. What a run. Mbwemo, big fan, Mbwemo. low socks, left peg. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll get it in every week. I, we, we can talk about how long we've been friends talking about the game, but how long have I been talking about Brentford? Yeah, and and been, once they've been. come up, they're going to stay up, and they're only going to go up. I, I think it's great. I think Thomas Frank is very analytical, very numbers, very mathematics. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody watched that movie Moneyball, but he did an interview years back when they were in the championship, not years back because it was a yeah. couple years ago, where he basically said, like, we don't want to lose more than we want to win. Mm-hmm. Losing is worse than winning, if that makes sense. Right. And I think you put together a team that knows what they want to do, very regimented. Nobody ever was out of position in that entire game. Mm-hmm. 
could be big. Except about Damsgaard, I think that's a big signing. I think that's a big, big, big signing. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're saying so much that he compares himself with Ericsson. I, I don't know if maybe it's the Ericsson that was at Ajax, but I think to me, he's a little more bit like more a of a forward. winger. Yeah, more winger forward. Yeah, I, I don't think he's a midfielder. I don't know. He's a winger. I think I, I that de- for Denmark, he was at, at the front three. I think you could see them go into a little bit of a 4 3 3, maybe if they do that. Would they sign Hickey? He's a top player. I think Rico Henry is a good player, could play on the left back. I, I don't know then if you lose one of the three center backs that played. I, right. I don't remember the three. but They I have think formation flexibility. Yeah, yeah. By signing somebody like Damsgaard, a midfielder similar to how Lou, and you're going to laugh at me because I make everything about Liverpool, but mm. when you sign Diaz, he mm-hmm. can play as a winger, he can play as a left mid. Okay. Even just that 10 yards up or down on mm-hmm. the pitch, I think, makes a big difference. Right. Benford's had a quietly good summer. They, we haven't seen um, Lewis Potter, who I know is a big time process. I'm, I'm hoping he plays eventually, but Hickey's doing well, and yeah, Brentford, the showing not they weren't totally dependent on Ericsson. They they're uh, they're here to stay. So fans were giving it to him. That's a, yeah, a little God. unfortunate. Warranted. Nah, you like it? Yeah, nah, I love it. Uh, I love it. They're reaming him out. What's the score, Christian? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let's talk about to me the second most impressive team so far this season. We'll talk about City in a little bit, but Arsenal right now. Wow, quite the statement win. I thought they could easily won five six two. Both goals were pretty cheap. Ando, what are your thoughts on Arsenal right now? I think they're flying. I think um, they they were missing those three players, Saliba, Zinchenko, Jesus. So uh, now they have a nice spine. It looks like they're tough to beat, honestly. Mm-hmm. Two fluke goals could have done better, Ramsdale and Saliba was unfortunate. Um, but Jesus looks terrific. He didn't ha- They didn't have that last year. No. Those, Lacazette those just, runs. Lacazette, Lacazette just bring no. it. No. They have that element now to get in behind the defense. And uh, that first goal of him was shocking. Don't know how he measured that. That angle, a little chipper, mm-hmm. must say. Are you, are you taking Arsenal seriously or still wait and see? 100%. Okay. I think they're going to be really good. I, I think Jesus was my transfer. My yes, transfer I do pick. recall that. Um, I think, you know, he always looked like Ando said, one or two things can really change a whole team, a whole club. And, and you just touched on it before about... Trust in the process kind of thing. I, I think Arteta is a loon. I have, I have okay, no so, time for him. So you've watched all or nothing. You, <laughs> Let's talk you, wanna, you wanna get some thoughts off on this. I, I just it's not for me. I don't know. It's just not I think if you're a manager and you, you open yourself up to have cameras in your dressing room, half of it's because you want people to see what you're doing. The other half is because you want to have yourself and watch a wank on yourself after later on. So you feel the same way when Jose did it? No, because Jose is the special one. Okay. I do. No, I no, agree, yes. though, what you're you saying in, it, I in, do. A, in a way. I do. I do agree with Jose. I don't like it. I don't think it – I don't see the benefit of it. it look at the, the Sunderland one. Mm-hmm. Everybody watches – I've watched that four times because it's just calamity and chaos the whole time. And while I do think that Arsenal is good and I do think that they are going to get better and I do think Arteta is a good coach, he's just not for me. The whole thing is just a little okay. – you know, when yeah, Killian plays with Lego, but, Killian's my but. son, but when he plays with Legos and he's got the hair piece, that's what Arteta looks like to me. It looks like Pep <laughs> with a Lego piece of hair on the top of his head. What an image. You know what? I have to agree with what you say, though. Part of me thinks that he really, really wants to kind of get himself into limelight for some reason, yeah. for some odd reason. But on a side note, I do think he is very real. Yeah, He's a real guy with, got- with an ego that's kind of hidden behind his vulnerability because for... A, if if I said before Peroni game, guys, let me draw a picture of a of a heart, a brain, of a, a brain heart. and a heart. I mean, you guys would Pow. laugh at me. Pow. 
You'd say, take a hike, yes. buddy. For him to do it, it kind of works, though. He's it got his works. Methods. It's no, got his no, 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 no. I'm trying to defend I, the guy. I here. don't disagree. He's got a. I, like I said, he's a great coach. I think Arsenal in the next two to three seasons are really going to push up to that first, second spot. I truly believe that. Wow. No, he. Showed... I just think he's a bit of a loon. It <laughs> reminds me of when being Liverpool was out when Brendo first came in, and there was a shot of him walking into his house, and he had must have been a 46 by 38 picture of himself <laughs> in his house. I'm sorry, Brendo. Yeah. Shocking. If you ask for these things and you, if you sign off on these things, I, I just don't I don't get the benefit of it. I, I love watching them. I, I get it. And it is entertaining, though, yeah. to watch. Brenda looks sad these days. You, you look at his, Mr. Brenda Rogers, uh, everyone's favorite person to rip on. <laughs> uh, it just I think Lester, no signing still. There's just a lot of weird uncertainty. The team looked pretty uninspired. Like, I know Arsenal's a superior team, but it, just, it was hard to take much positives out of Lester. Like... I, at this point, you just hope they could keep their assets and maybe come in like ninth. But it's hard to have aspirations for that club at the moment. Would you agree, Matt? Yeah, I would. I, I don't know what. There was a lot of chatter the last couple of weeks about money issues and, and whatnot. I, I don't really know where that came from. I, I think they did their training pitch a couple seasons ago. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. It cost $100 million, which was a huge investment. I think they're looking more for the bigger picture long term. But Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, the selling of Schmeichel, I get that. Mm-hmm. Louis 33, 34. I think he's older. He just wanted another opportunity. It I get is what it. it is, yeah. I get it. Jamie Vardy's probably done in another two seasons, let's be real here. Madison has really kind of gone on from what we all thought he was going to go. Go, No, not really. Uh, James Justin, great player. Who's the other left back they have? Um, Mastania. No. The other oh, English Danilo. Kid. No, the English Oh, kid. Luke Thomas. Luke Thomas, I thought he was good last season. Yeah. Fafana, great player. Low Sox. But I don't know how long he'll be there. He I had think. a hell of a run. Did you see that early run he made? Yeah, yeah. No, he's a great player. He, he looks like a number nine. <laughs> there are not a lot of center backs like that. Yeah. And I think that that's why if if my thing is, is if you're doing this rebuild and you're going to do this to your fans, to everybody watching, listen to people like us criticize them, just do it then. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I mean? Right. Sell Madison, sell Fofana. We see it in like American sports like baseball all the time. Mm-hmm. You just just dump and chuck. Just get everything. Just get it all out. Get all the money. Get all the assets in and, the, and then move on. Mm-hmm. Telemann, somebody's going to waste fifty million on Telemans, and he's going to be done in a season. I don't think it's going to be fifty million. I think it's more thirty, forty. Right? United will pay seventy for him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll be an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last thing I don't know what touches. Do you think Martinelli could be the most improved player in the league this year? Because I think he's come on really strong so far. He looks much more mature. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. You saw by that performance. I thought he was. I mean, Gabriel. Gabriel kind of took the applause, but mm-hmm. he was right there yeah, with man right of the match. There, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. That trio with him, Saka. work, work rate up and down the wing. I mean, yeah. putting, that, that goal was also class. Mm-hmm. Yes. That foot. Yes. Unbelievable. Yes. I also want to say one thing okay. about Mr. Mikel Arteta. I think it's a good depiction of where exactly is we are as a modern day to be a coach, personally. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the whole vulnerable, you know, putting your arm around the player now like never blaming a player never being so direct i mean he's telling him that he has anxieties he tell he's so open to these guys that i think the that arsenal i last year they had the youngest team in the league holds true probably this year by close numbers yeah. anyways that's a reason why they trusted him so much and i think that just touches it's, like a, it's fascinating that that's that's kind of the way the coaching to be successful you have to kind of be right. but i mean Look at Mourinho, very direct, wins a trophy last year. So which method is better? Who knows? Okay. But I think both have their yeah, have big, their big trophy. You know, no positives. 
I thought it was fascinating. Uh, and but, he had big balls getting rid of Obama. Yeah, yes, that yes. was all on him. Yeah, I big totally nuts. agree. Totally agree with that. Big I, I think nuts. that had a big impact on the club. And look, yep. sometimes you got to suffer a little bit before you're going to succeed. And Arsenal missing out top four hurt, but I think long term it's going to really benefit them. Uh, let's quickly touch on City. Not much against this game, but look, they are the top dogs. They won very convincingly. Gundogan off to a really strong start. I thought Gundogan was going to get sold in the summer, but it looks like he's played his way Thank back you. into Pep's plans. Um, now you want to take anything away from this? Yeah, Scott Parker, at least he's still looking handsome. I had a little rascal jacket on the other day, though, with the stripes. Okay. Uh, I Listen, I... I, the, the first time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the first time in like six fucking match weeks that I haven't watched City. Okay, fair enough. Same. I just didn't watch it. I'll be totally honest with you. I'm yeah. just tired of watching Liverpool and City. Every time I watch a game, at the end of the season, I've got to watch two games. I like that. Yeah. Every time, I thought that Travers was good, goalkeeper for Bournemouth. I think he had most clean sheets, clean sheets in the championship last year. Young Irish goalkeeper. Nice. Um, it's nothing much. Bournemouth has to buy. That's what like you, you see. Not no for more. I mean, player. I, I mean, player. Yes, um, more Wells legend. No, but again, like you said, Gundogan, great player. I'm waiting for him to kind of take the last, say, the last three months of last season into the first two match weeks of this week to to be that player and to be the what he was looking like it was going to be at Dortmund, and now it looks like it's going to happen. I don't, I cannot stand having Foden on the left wing. It's very old school for me. Left footer on the left side, right footer on the right side. But fuck him. All right, City State. I All can't. Right. Well, I can't be bothered anymore. Holland, eight touches, two passes, one assist. One assist one what assist. a stat total! I mean, look, he had copy eye space. Should have had a goal, but I think Foden went himself. Yeah, and, and he was pissed. I love yeah. how he gets pissed. That's a true proper number nine. Like, give me that service early on right. in the game, right? Yeah, it was yeah, early. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. He's he got really that desire. Yeah. Good. He, he should be because Foden's a. No, I just Holland. He had a clear chance, and you know, ninety-five percent of time, borderline a hundred, he's gonna bang him in. Not not to interrupt you, but that's the reason why you have a, a you're you're outside you're in your strong foot strong foot on the outside of the pitch for those plays. Right, right. you put Foden there to ping a ball in across. Cut in and pass it. Yeah. I want to talk more about a compelling game to me. This is the second best game of the weekend. I loved everything about Nottingham West Ham. Wow, just twenty three years in the making for Nottingham. Brought in a lot of their summer signs. West Ham not as much. Still sticking with the old guard or just you know the players that got them to this position, but. I don't know. What would you make of this game and not in them? Do you think they're here to stay? I did tell you in the car that I thought David Moyes is going to be on the chopping block early. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I may have jumped We're the gun on that one. God. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> David Moyes has done one of the best jobs in the last two years. And you think right. he might get sacked. Okay. But, no, you did make a good point. I think uh, it was up for the take in that game. It was anyone's game. I think three cross three crossbars, shots, mm-hmm. the one penalty save. It was, it was their game to win, honestly. They had every chance. Um, but Nottingham's a fun team. The fans are just passionate. I love, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, no, nothing to say really much. But uh, good, good three points for Nottingham to start the season. Zero for West Ham. Question. Unfortunately for West Ham, because I really, th- I really thought they played well. <laughs> I really thought they played well. Like West Ham, they were they Grand Barama. He looked on it. Um, I do like that that moment. Antonio just barge into Mangala to the, create the goal. That obviously, was not a goal, but that was like one of the funniest. Antonio is just such an awkward player. Uh, it's the most Mikel Antonio goal I've ever seen. That wasn't a goal. Yeah, he just barged into him, and Mangala was getting active, and he's one of their big signs. And that's why I find most fascinating with Nottingham is that this is Eloquim Mangala. No, 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 no. This okay. is Orla Mangala from Stuttgart. They paid fifteen million center mid. Um, they're using all that money from the TV rights. I Bang, mean, one season. Yeah, and their best player is Lewis O'Brien, by the way. 
He had a great under game. Under the radar. But hey, fantastic player. you know, I Cracked think I, you, you know, I think had a tremendous game, and I knew he was. I had a feeling he was gonna be a big sign. Nico Williams. Yeah. Great game. Very active. He gets he forward. Man of the match, no? I, I think so. I, I think they give to Dean I Henderson so. because of the penalty save, and he yeah, made some good saves. Sense. But Nico Williams, and he had that goal line clearance in like the 83rd minute that essentially won them had, the game. I think he might have had the most shots. All right, most too. tackles. Four so shots, I think four shots. He, that was a really that was a really savvy signing. Him and uh, Tofolo from yeah. Huddersfield. It's just nah, they're doing great business right now, and I know it's a little risky. I think they're up to like 15 signings, and it looks like they're going to well, get Moipai. I think 15 was Moipai. I think. Wow, I okay. think so. But you know what else is a big problem? They've sealed that Moipai deal. I think it got sealed. This it point. looks like a, not, on the it's a big signing. You yeah. know what a big problem is though? Is that Nico Williams wearing number seven? You bet your balls. Yeah, yeah so if you're seven. if you're gonna give Cancelo heat for you, gotta give Nico Williams. Nah, right center right. mid can't be doing that. Well, it's like a right wing back, back like wing a wing back. back, wing back. Yeah. Oh no, bueno. Yeah. I don't. Know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Me neither. Not a fan. And of and and I'll tell you this much: when he was in academy at Liverpool, low socks. Now he wears high socks. Uh, I want to mention this because another one of the big signs is Froehler from Atalanta. Only $10 million, which I think is a bargain. Now, he was like kind of the heart and soul of Atalanta. He just wanted a new wanted a new project. Apparently, he just said, I want to go to the Premier League. And Nottingham was the most attractive place for him, which is a little surprising. But good on them. What, what do you make of the signing? Is this going to be a big move? Big big move. Big move. Yeah. yeah. I, it was just shocking when he told me that earlier. I said, wow, uh, they're losing a lot of pe- players. Atalanta, they're mm-hmm. looking thin this year, very thin. But, yeah, no, he would bolster the midfield. Easily, I think he walks into that starting eleven. To be honest, um, him, O'Brien, Lingard, and then they Mangala. They're deep. See, cause this is the time of year you need depth. Like more time, more than ever, with the World Cup this year, teams need to stack up on talent. And I think Nam's is doing it right. Even if they're only gonna play one time a week, still, like it's gonna be a very hectic year. So credit to them. I would like to see it's early days, but I'd like to see how they could maintain this kind of energy over the whole season. But right, be interesting. Kay. Go on. I don't know if I don't think we talk about it in the preview show. What do you think about Lingard in a one-year deal there? Smart. I don't think, I don't think, you think it's smart. You don't think it tells them I'm not really not too interested if you go down. You have to prove it. It does say something, but yeah, yeah. like like you said, I think you got to prove yourself. Yeah, because he's been out of favor. I, I didn't realize that it was a one-year deal until mm-hmm. just the other day. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's do uh, just a roundup of the remaining games of uh, Villa Everton. I know, Ando, this was on your radar. Uh, do you have any uh, Lampard Jarrah punchline? <laughs> Not really. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I said in the preview show that Everton were going to get relegated this year. Um, I still think they could if they don't sign another forward. They're missing two players, and I think they'll save them. I don't think they'll be up above top 10, top 12, but they're missing two players because um, they were spirited in this game against Villa. Um, they were very, very spirited. Anthony Gordon looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Wobie, too. Wobie had a really yeah. good game. He did, and when the fella from Lille came on, I think his name was Onana. That's a big signing. Big signing, yeah, big yeah. signing. But, yo, he came on, and he changed, he changed the course of that game. Mm. You know what I love when he came on? He, he gave away the first goal. Bendia was because of him. When Bendia scored, it was because Onana lost in the midfield. They countered quick. Boom, Bendia scores. But I love the fact that he had the courage to finally have something created in the middle because those three weren't working. It just... Yeah. He had the courage to turn and try and you know carry the ball forward and look for something as he did on the on the goal mm-hmm. when he took it to the byline, yep. crossed it in. I think Onana's a great signing. I think he needs a start. Uh, Everton are close to getting out of this little rut they're in. Tom Davies played too. Yeah, he did. Came in early actually yeah. for that injured. Uh, Any thoughts okay. on this one, Matt? Villa looked uh, yeah. okay. 
you know, we, we, we did the preview show. We talked about tier list and, and mm-hmm. where these teams are. I, I don't see anything to suggest that any of our predictions change. Okay. I mean, again, it's two games in. Villa, th- good team, play. Big loss, Diego Carlos. But yeah, he, but that's he needs big. To start. I think Ramsey is going to have a really great season for Villa. Yeah. I think he played good. I think John McGinn, Haggett, and captaincy is Ooh, really good. McGinn played great, yeah. I think he should bin Tyrone. They're going to need Tyrone now. They I know they're going to need him now for sure, but yeah. that's not for me, that stuff. Um, Everton just don't look... I, I'd love to find something to give them so that we don't sound biased on the show, but I, I don't see anything. I don't see anything, any spark. I don't see anything from Lampard. I, apparently, Gordon, like you mentioned before, that 40 million, but apparently he's refused a contract extension twice since last year. I can't, didn't know that. So if blame he, him. <laughs> so if he goes and who, like you said, you're not in your three players short because he's been your best player already the last three games of last year. Yeah. yeah. And the window's one. And I down. just don't think Lampard has it. I don't like Lampard throughout his whole career was at Chelsea, right? I mean, not, not his whole career, obviously, but Chelsea, never in a tough spot. West Ham, never in a tough spot, never no expectations. He goes to Chelsea, serial winner. He spent two seasons at City, mm-hmm. serial winner. And then he had a, a hot dog in MLS. Mm-hmm. So. Aside from, and then we, we managed Derby. They were at the top. They were at the top of the championship at the time before everything happened. So uh, it, they were sixth. I wouldn't say that's top. Well, it's not 16th. The championship. So, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is that he's never been faced with the diversity of a, right. of a relegation scrap. And he got out of it last year because Richarlison is a good player. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have that now. If if Gordon goes, I, I'm just, I've got the lineup looking here from that last game. I, there's no game changers. There's Ma- nobody there. Ma- I mean, Neil and uh, Gray don't cut it as much as I like Gray in particular. No. But uh, I, know, I do want to mention this, that uh, does it feel a little heartwarming to you that Man United's not the only team where their leading goal scorer is own goal? Because Everton has joined the ranks. Who's the leading goal? Who's the leading own goal scorer for? Luca Dean. Oh, yeah. yeah so you're in, you're, you're in some company then. Yeah. Out there. Uh, any other game sounds? I know Leeds Southampton was a bit of a frenzy. I thought it was a fascinating game. Anyone yeah. watch it? Rodrigo, Frenchy? top scorer right now. Rodrigo. Looks like a changed player. I don't know if you've noticed it, but confident. Bamford goes off. He gets the captain armband. I think he should be captain more often. He was like, out, he was bring, rising the team up, passionate, very direct too. I think it has a lot to do with Rafinha in. going. I think that that has a lot of the people don't think about that sometimes. Feel that role. Get, someone's got to take that role. Okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. I've been around the block a little bit. You played for West Brom, right? Years ago. Rough. Who? Rough. Rodrigo. No, he played for like Villarreal. Oh no, he played for Bolton. Valencia. Bolton. Yeah. Bolton. Bolton. Gary Cahill. Oh, back in the day. Um, I think we get a player like that, been around the park, knows what he can do, knows that if he gets the opportunity, he'll take it. Um, Rafinha goes, so someone's got to fill that shoes. Yeah, I agree. I Jack like Harrison it. was amazing, too. Jacko. Very pragmatic approach from Jesse lately, though. It's more of a controlled chaos. I thought it was fascinating. Um, they worried me a little bit, though, when, when Ralph put on, I think, two players, Ademi Seku and Joe Rebo. Flipped the game on its head. Uh, Leeds, they worried me a little bit there. They just looked like either they were tired or something. They they ran too much. The heat was getting to them. I got a little worried. You can't give up a two-goal lead, a uh, two-nil lead, like, in that state. Yeah. I think uh, I think they have a little work to do, honestly. And Arebro's cracked, cracked, by the way. I never said that, but okay. no, he's good. I, uh, I think Leeds... Let me get that. Rangers. I think Leeds um, have a little work to do, honestly. Okay. It's they're working progress. They had to make a lot of signings, and I think they're still going to be active on the transfer market. I think they want to sign one more winger. So good on them. And Harrington, another great game. Yeah. So. Nine out of ten for sure. Um, just to round it up, 
two nil nils, Brighton, Newcastle. Any major takeaways? It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, we looking about two Newcastle. Newcastle. Ryan, both yeah. guys riding Chip the highs of the games before. Sally March, Joel Linton got into it. I don't know if you saw a little push in action in the corner. That was the highlight of the match, I think. The best thing about Sally March is that there's a picture of when COVID started and it's I hadn't watched a real football game since March 19. Oh. <laughs> Might be one of the cheesiest lines I've nah, ever heard in my great. life. That's great. But uh, Jolinton, the, the center mid experience is always a joy to watch. I just love seeing a big, tall center mid. Not too many of them exist. I, I love Dan Byrne playing left back, by the way. Did oh, you catch yeah, they that? had to. Six, <laughs> seven left yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. That was a revenge it. game, too. Remember, <laughs> yeah. played for Brighton. So. Yeah. I but thought Willock was good. I, yeah. I, I like him. I think both these teams are sevens. like... They're, they're going to be between 8 and 12. I think there's are two solid teams and you know, good, well-spirited draw. Uh, on the other side, which I think was kind of a six-pointer, ended up being nil-nil, Fulham Wolves. So I do think Wolves is, is a relegation candidate. Um, not much to take away. Mitra was not on fire. I think he... Spent, he missed the penalty? Yeah, he missed the penalty. Maybe too much against Liverpool. Did he, he, he ran that guess. Did he sky it or did the goalie save no, it? goalie save it. Pereira was really poor too. Oh. And a lot of conversation about him kind of taking the scruff of the neck, from mm-hmm. playing for Fulham, leaving, fin- you know, leaving United finally. I didn't really see too much. See, that, uh, games like that, he needs to come through because yeah, exactly. against that's Liverpool, I understand it, but that's the kind of game where you got to create and be who you are there. That's what you came to do, create. So I get it. Final segment, we're finally introducing this. It's been a long time coming. We're finally bringing the Euro discussion. We don't have a real set structure for this. We're just doing things that we find compelling in the top leagues across Europe. We're going to f- mostly focus on Serie A because that's like our main league, but every now and then La Liga... Bundesliga, Liga will be mentioned, but Serie A opened up this weekend. Most of the favorites won. I don't think there's any major upsets, but it was no, very competitive. On the what were your biggest takeaways? Uh, champions off to a blistering start in my eyes. Um, I think they showed really well composure, being down 1-0 early on. Um, Milan looks very dangerous going forward. Leao and Rebic was an absolute monster. Creation bad boys back. Wow. Psycho on the field. I mean, he looked like he had, uh, you know, ice in his veins. The look in his eye was crazy. He uh, he played beautifully. Uh, a little questionable on those two goals that they let in. Um, but good start for them. Teo looking dangerous as usual. Yeah, Teo. Yeah. Confident always. Yeah. Are you a little worried? Powerful. Uh, have they signed a replacement for Kessie? Yes. Yeah, no, they returned a the guy. They returned their player from loan. He was on loan. Yassin Adli. Pobego? Pobega as well. But, and Yassin Adli, two center midfielders. They were both on loan. Do you, do you, how much of a big of a loss do you think that's going to be? Because he was kind of like one of the main centerpieces. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it is, but it isn't in my eyes. It won't be the worst. I think uh, Tonali will be a vital part of this team going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, he could fill in his shoes. And I think the, the, the two signings, I think they'll be all right. Mm-hmm. I think they'll perform well. Yeah. Uh, they st- I still feel like they're going to make a few more signs because I just find that their dynamic so fascinating. The fact that they their center forwards are Giroud, Ibra, and now Origi. Just what a cast of characters. Like This is such a fun team. And Brian Diaz, I want to give a shout-out to because I thought he was excellent from the highlights I saw. You know, they're they're interesting and it's interesting. And this is the most open league. King and, Charles. And I don't know who's necessarily the favorite. Like Matt, if you had to determine who's a favorite right now, could you pick one? I would still have to just go in there. I, I on paper, yeah. I, I'm gonna say paper, sure. yes. I think that you know, could be a little bit of a hot take. I think Milan capitalized on 
Inter's failures last year rather than Milan playing better than Inter. Well said. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's neck and neck. I think it could go between any of the two of them. I don't think Juventus is anywhere close to it. Really? I don't. I just, I, hmm. Full season of Olovich could make a huge difference. What do you say? You think the signings are old? Paul Pogba yeah, and Di Maria? And yeah, listen, Di Maria, I think he scored two. He scored two, uh, yes. They scored, scored once in Vlaovic, the other two. So it's a good team, but like you said, it, there's really no clear... I think you could say one to four could be in any one of those four positions now to the end of the season, and you wouldn't know what to pick. I think anybody that touches, oh, Inter is the better team, or Milan is the better team, it, you're just talking about. Who, who's smack. this fourth team you want to talk about? Oh, you know exactly who I want to put they in got there. off to a, a, a solid start. It was a great game. Everybody wants solid. to laugh at Jose nowadays. I'm telling you that that first 10 minutes between Roma and Salentana was cracked. <laughs> cracked game. Um, Tammy Totti, not his great game. Not the best game. Mm, Played great. Game, yeah. Pellegrini, fantastic player. You could see his shin pads because he wears low socks. Dybala, another yeah. one, low sock team. Zaniolo yeah, had a the, few Dybala chances didn't early, do the no? good. Zaniolo had two good chances in the first like, 15 minutes. He should it should have been 2-0 up in the first 15 minutes. It would have yeah. been a completely different game. Do you think that front three is going to complement each other? Well, I'm interested to hear both your thoughts on this because you have Abraham, Dybala, and Zaniolo. That's, that's an interesting set of characters. I think it's going to work. I think it, it has to work. Okay, is it going to work, though? I don't think so. Oh, no. Oh, I'm going hear this, Matt. Why? Because Zaniolo and Dybala, to me, very, very similar. Yeah. They both left peg, want to cut inside. So one of them is going to have to play on the right. You've got a number nine, true number nine striker in Toti. Not Toti, I'm Tammy Abraham. Mm-hmm. That is not going to look to me like he's going to be willing to kind of change the position. Have the, so we'll play with Paolo as a center forward, and I'll pick, pick up on the right side. Or Zaniolo will play on the right, and I'll kind of move out to the left a little bit. It's very one-dimensional going forward, I just think. And I think when you have two left-footed players who both fancy their chances on the right wing and you don't have anybody on the left wing, you know, Spinazzola will get up and, and he'll do the running. Pellegrini, I think Pellegrini is a fantastic player. There just is like a lack of a, a left side, I think. And I think that one of them is going to end up having to go. That being said, I, I think Dybala will stay. I think he'll play well. I think Zaniolo will probably look to leave eventually. To me, he's aspirations to playing a little bit better higher level maybe maybe a harsh take i mean if they win the league apparently roma the, people are viewing roma as a serious title contender i don't know yeah. about oh, because mancini at the back too is cracked another one mancini banyas oh. fun yeah. fun back and there. hey they're slow to find the midfield now they got the the greatest song he's he's here yeah. genie and and i'm uh, just talking about my correct my own self nobody to play on the left the egyptian pharaohs there Forgot all about him you can't Player. count on every little week. Little time. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. City up. Little uh, past it. It's City uh, up. Uh, quickly, uh, Inter, <laughs> a little underwhelming, but they got the result. You want to talk a little bit about, like, Inter? I still feel like they're going to do Roma some business. I think Roma can challenge for the title if they continue to play methodically, though. Oh, I just want to okay. throw that out there. And I believe that Zaniolo Dybala can get a connection together. It's still early days, but, I mean, preseason, they were f- spectacular. Mm-hmm. But um, only time will tell. I think it'll work. I was mentioning with, with Inter. I know yes. it was a little underwhelming, but do you feel like they kind of got to make another signing or two? Um, yeah, I think so. They could bolster the midfield a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they could bolster the midfield a little bit mm-hmm. more if they had some depth there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I do think they have some returns. Like Gosens is kind of like a new signing because he barely played because Perisic was there. Lukaku, we know about. But I don't know. I feel like they could use one more. I know they're the new keeper, although he didn't start. Andanovic, I don't know how he's still playing. 
He played well though. I mean, he, he did a lot. Credit to him. He did real, he did really well in shot stopping. That goal he didn't couldn't do anything there, but uh for his age, yeah. But I think they're they're um tailoring Onana to be the number 1 eventually right. and Handanovic is the perfect guy to have cuz he's cracked. He right. he's a great teacher for sure. Right. He's been around for a long time. I said that's a European roundup. Uh, if someone mentioned Barcelona, they're playing video games and still got zeros. Are they draw. signing but those players? You know what else happened? Are we getting Lewandowski on a free? In yeah. Italy over the weekend? What What happened? What's the last thing you want to mention? Palermo, 2-0. Palermo. All right, Sadi B cannot make the conversation. Oh, it's made the conversation. Uh, okay. Also, you, you, Honestly, said, you said the Euro roundup could be whatever we wanted it to uh, be. This is true. I didn't you know get what? Okay. a chance to talk about Hajduk Dinamo, and I was going to watch it. I watched the highlights, and you didn't even let me talk you know, about it. We, we, we would said top four leagues, but <laughs> yeah. you, you, you want to give a take. I, look, I'm trying to hold back on creation discussion until uh, November. I love the city of B-Talk. <laughs> Continue it. Do, do you have a take? You, you want to mention uh, Marin Baturuna. Uh, Baturuna. We were talking about him not too long 19 ago. 19 years old. If Crack people that want to know about the creation center mid. Ivanishets had a great game. You know who else had a great name? Great, bleh, great game. Who? Big number nine for Dinamo. Big Bruno. Oh, he better be in that World Cup squad. Uh, I, hope he, I, hope, I hope he's in shape because he's <laughs> in shape. But uh, if uh, people want to know, but the next great Croatian prospect, his name is Martin Baturuna. He's 19 years old. You know, Croatia every year, they produce a new center mid. So be on the lookout for him. But and, I don't know, anything else you want to bring up in Europe? I, I mentioned Barcelona just because yep. all these signings, nil-nil. Come on. I'd like to send a little more love to City, honestly. Because okay, what well, else do you want to say they, about City? They, they don't get much love. Folks, not folks a lot as you can tell, we have a lot of Italian influence on this podcast. The, the, listen, uh, Gleason Bremer was the, the number one signing, right? Yes. Und- underwhelming, 50 million. Okay, went to Juve. Oh, it was everyone. underwhelming. I no, hear great things. No, 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 oh. not the player itself, oh. but like the news, like Premier League, forget it. You have Haaland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. The so, signing was Origi. It's a little like, there's not a lot of flash there, but I don't think the media gets it. Like, there's so much drama going on in Italy. Like, it's just, it's incredible. Like, last year, Lecce, the, when they got promoted, someone left a, a pig's head, severed pig's head at the door at the office. I mean, yes. thing was getting out of hand here. Palermo coming up. I mean, big. Oh. Getting bought out by Citigroup. There's so much shit going on. Uh, the Citigroup, uh, the own, the uh, press owner was like, what? These guys are sending mm-hmm. me masseuses and all these. You, you know what, to wrap up, you know what Sadia needs? Someone needs to sign Ronaldo. Like Gazzetta del Sport said, Serie B is going to be called Serie A2. Yeah. Because there's so much talent, so much so much passion mm. there now. It's going to be yeah. a great season, honestly. Okay. You think Fabregas went there just for the lake? And Celtic, competitive. And Celtic won 5 0. There you go. Uh, fellas, where can people find you? Promote Ando. Uh, you can find me at my Twitter handle at Antonio Tarduno, T A R D U G N O, and Instagram at Andit, A N D E E T S underscore G O E S goes. Matt. Let the people know. Twitter, Matt underscore Kane 8. I'm not on Instagram at this moment, but we'll get there. There you go. Oh, you can find me at Alan Sturk, A-L-L-E-N-S-T-R-K. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week.